0: Hallelujah! Today, I want to share about the life of someone who tries to honor Christ and I'll read that scripture from Luke chapter 7 from verse 36. Now, one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have a dinner with him. So he went to to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. He went to the Pharisee's house and sat at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was what? Eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. Imagine somebody did that in modern Ghana to a pastor. to a man of God. What will you think? What will be your reaction? Now, when the Pharisees, this woman, if you're going to do that, is it before the Pharisees? (laughs) These Pharisees, they think they know the whole Bible. They think they know God more than anybody. So the Pharisees who had invited him saw this. He spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. So the woman is a well-known sinner in the town. Everybody knows that this woman is what? A sinner. sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors who owed 500 denarii. And the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both debt relief. When you were heavy with debt, your GDP to your debt ratio. Is over 100%. And you think you are sinking. Everything is going down. Then the dentist came and said, we're forgiving you. He didn't say, wait until you pay. He said, we've wiped off all your, your debt. Let me continue. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? No, no. Jesus, I'm putting the same question to you. Which of them? 50 Ghana cities. Why 500? Huh? Okay, Jesus gave a story. Let's finish what Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. So Simon also gave the same answer you are giving. So you are giving a rational answer. Because that is what everybody will give, will say. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. He said, Simon, for the first time, everything is correct. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of what? Suppose is the man who is called Simon. He has entered your house. You invited me for a dinner. Yes, I came. You didn't give me water to wash my feet. In those days, when you enter, they give you water, you wash your feet, you wash your hands before you get the hand washing and feet washing. You didn't do all this. But you think you are great. You think you can't come down to my level to wash my feet. Somebody have come and is doing it to Konongo Kaya. If you do apologize for those from Konongo. <laughs> you gave me no kiss, but this woman had not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my feet with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved what? Tell somebody she loved much. But to whom little is given the same Love is what? If I give you ten cities, you will love me. Ten cities love. (laughs) (laughs) If I give you, you are there, then I give you a house. Maybe your landlord is chasing you out of the place. You can't pay the rent and they are chasing you and they said, you know, when the month is get, the, the is getting finished and your landlord says, uh, my son is coming from U.S. <laughs> then you know what she's trying to say or he's trying to say. So either you want to put you at a point where because you want to stay there, when she say I'm increasing it, you will pay, or you know that you've got something to do with your place. Then, while you are struggling to find the advance, or you do not advance? Sometimes, how many years? Two, years? two years! Even though Ghana law does not permit, two years! Meanwhile, all of us know it's two years! You know that that law, it doesn't work. And then your uh, bankrupt in Chennai, two years, not the favor, be Because I didn't. Oh. Upakaja said, go and tell your landlord two months or one month, and a here. You see whether the house is yours. Six months. Huh? Oh, the law says six months, isn't it? It says six months, but how many of you have paid six months? Tell me the truth. You are here in church. Don't lie. The lease is one year because the landlord will hedge for the city. Okay. And you know, two more sand dollars that the landlord comes chasing you, you move to every place, and some of us will rush to the house of God for that rent. So how much? Oh, prophet, two bedroom, how much you know depending where your location yeah. from 400 to what oh, i it 400 from what 400 to, to 2000 and i don't around uh, over over 1000 isn't it i don't tie over 1000 a, a month who 8000 and If it's only 1,000, I think you can be finding it for every month. But he said, two years advance, multiply two years by 1,000. How much? 24,000. You've never seen some. So while you are struggling with it, somebody comes, you don't know. He said, what do I say, oh, I want a place to rent. It's okay, I'll give you some. Then he takes you to a three-bedroom place. Nice! Is Legon. Airport Hill said, these are the houses, nice, well done. Nice compound swimming pool. With garage and a car, in, brand new car inside. And he says, the moment you see, it, I can't pay. He said, I didn't say pay. I'm showing you something. He said, this one is free. I'm giving it to you. Amen. The one who have got that, and the one I gave 10 cities. Which one will love me? More.. This woman, nobody understood her. Sometimes you are an outcast because of your life. nobody wants to come close to you everybody have tagged you. They think you don't deserve even for a pastor to lay hands on you and to pray for you. You don't deserve to get closer to a man of God. So they take your pass. Even some the person have repented. They still have that name. So this woman well-known sinner. You know, when they say a sinner, you all understand. Everybody in the city knows that this is a, a sinner. And this woman will come and she wept with her tears. She might have got a lot of tears. Mm-hmm. To be able to wash the feet of Jesus with their tears. Some of you have Tears, your tears, the tears, they say, they work so much. You can weep until the cup is full. And wipe her his feet with what? The hair of a woman is what? Her glory. Every woman. take very good care of their world. And for like Saturday, evening, go to the saloon. How many men you see? And how many women you see? As you sit here, you've got different kind of a hairstyle. Some have borrowed one. but all to make you look nice, isn't it? Every woman's hair is a glory, different style. Someone does it, they're carrying some things, oh. It's all part of it, just to get your attention that my glory is coming. This woman used her natural hair to wipe the feet of Jesus. Then another story. The woman broke alabaster oil and poured it at the feet of Jesus. And when Judah saw it, it's a perfume. He said, ah! These things should have been sold and converted into what? Money. Oh, let's go up a little. A woman came to him having an albasca flask of a costly, fragrant oil. And she poured it on his head. And he sat at his, as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were, what? What, what, what does it mean? Indignant, bluffful mm-hmm. What does he mean? Oh, if they don't understand, they give us more English. When the disciples saw what was happening, they were what? Furious. It's not your money. It's not your what? Somebody took him his money and her money, and say I want to honor Christ. Then the, those who are standing by rather became angry, furious that the check does not deserve any good thing. After Jesus in Cassian, and I say O.D. Why should a church put carpet? Why should you put carpet in the church? It could have been sold and given to the poor. Why should you put air conditioning in a church? As if they care for the poor. Omubwa. That perfume was very expensive. The sweat of that woman, the suffering of that woman was converted into money and bought it. And it wasn't the woman who was complaining. It was who? Sometime when you are even serving God, those who stand by They are angry that you are serving God. They are angry that you are going to church. It's not your legs. It's not your feet. It's not your car. It's not you who buy petrol into my car. So why do you become angry when I'm going to church to serve my God? The world will make it look stupid when you give to God. Of course I know some pastors also. <laughs> I understand. Not what to The fact that some pastors abuse that does not mean that good things should not be given to God. If there's any place you must give good things, it must be in the church. You will not understand it unless you are forgiving much. You will not understand it unless you are dying, And trying to leave the money. Because if you die, whatever you accumulate, it goes to another person. And the only thing you go with is a coffin. They'll confine you into that box. And you'll have many who will come to church the moment they close. Some people will take you and carry you. If you don't, you, have not, you are not fortunate, you get some rascals. <laughs> the way they will dance and go around with your... <laughs> By the time no, as they move to the grave, the number becomes less. <laughs> See only the few people with a pastor with some few choristers. And after they finish, the pastor himself will not stay there. He will leave you there. Then they'll come and do bunyu party. <laughs> As if nobody was dead. They forget waiting for the next party to attend. Am I frightening you? I'm telling you that all that we gather, we should use it to serve God. If you have strength as a young man, as a young lady, use that strength to serve God. If you have a voice to sing like those who sang today, the voice is not for bathroom. So now you're bathroom. That's where your spirit comes. It's not for insinuation. Somebody does something. Obon sam, free me so. Obon sam, free me so. And your enemy is down. They come. Yati obon sam so. Yati obon sam. your no not be different? They are to Uplift God and raise God. This woman understood forgiveness. That here I was, but now here I am. I used to be a woman filled with demons, demons of lust, and not women only. Men. Women of lust, any woman you see in skirt, your demon comes up. You want to stop? You come and cry before. Oh God! Still, still, tomorrow, thirty-first night. Number one, God fornication adultery. Number two, this. Number three, that. Oh Lord, they say, let's pray. But, but then we break through, you are praying. Oh God, I'm free today. I'm free. Then you enter there. After this year, I'll be, I won't do it. You enter into it. First January, second January, visited a friend. Pam, you are down. <laughs> you are struggling. People don't understand you. Then one day you come to a meeting. Until you realize you are free. The people you see and you are on fire. Now you see Jesus and you are rather on fire. For Jesus, not for women, not for men. Now, what has been in your heart, your desire, your cry, your struggle to make it, and you've been falling and falling, you've broken through. When we come to check on Sunday and they say praise who will dance, well? Will dance well? That person. So for you to appreciate what God has done for you, you must look at your sins. Some of us are too righteous that. Even we think we didn't need Jesus to save us. Those who felt they were sinners, they appreciate the salvation well. And one of the work of the Holy Spirit is to convict us of our sins. The sins that look ordinary and simple before the eye of men, the Holy Ghost magnifies it. That your lies. That's your Okru mouth. Anything you hear, you see, your mouth is itching to go and tell somebody. <laughs> Chief journalist. I didn't even find him. Obeka. Oh, You see, somebody passing, holding somebody, hey, have you heard? And when you are reporting to, you won't report the proper story. You will put that into the concept of your mind and report it and destroy the person. This woman appreciated it that I was a sinner. Nobody likes me. I was a poor man and God has brought me. I was a sick person. I am healed. You see, if you don't look at your need, what Jesus has saved you from, you will be an ordinary Christian. All of us have some weaknesses. The Bible says, if you break even one of the commandments, you know, Christianity is not percentages. I have 90%. So I'm better than this person. If you don't get 100%, you are failed. It's just like they said, past month is 50. And you get 49 and a half. And somebody gets Zero. (laughs) And somebody gets five. Somebody gets 20. You see, they they will put all of you together. And they have a name for all of you. Fail. You can go and go, oh, me, I have failed. With 45, 49.5, you failed. You can mention your number. You have failed. You can also get 50. Say, so my pastor. Somebody 75. My pastor. in law school. So don't think at the end, the 50, the 90, you all go to the same school and you pay the same fees and sometimes even the 50, graduate better. And they get more money than the 100, by the 90. That is not how God works his mass. Either you get all, or you don't get it. So God saw that by this standard, no man can pass. Including Moses himself who brought the law. The first man to break all the ten. Before the king was read to the people, Moses broke ten commandments. What made him break it? Before your anger. The first time. Moses was angry for God. He said, "He was channeling his anger into a better strength. He used the anger in destroying. You must channel your anger to do great things, than using the anger to destroy. If you're angry, that people." Are suffering. Don't kill yourself. Find a way of helping those who are suffering. If you're angry that people don't usher people inside well, they come. But you have been trained well for uh, how do you call it? Those who who manage people? Oh, who deal with people nicely, where even they don't feel like laughing, they laugh. <laughs> customer services. You're a very good customer. You, you've done all this, the degrees on customer services and you know everything. So you come the way they usher you. Like, ah, this is why they usher me like that. This is not how they usher me. It means that you are an usher. Anything that makes you angry in church, that is your work. Because people, some people don't, because it's done their work, they will pass and they will not notice it. Some people, your, your work is to arrange the church in a very nice way. Some of us, we pass, we don't see that. Even if one chest here, one is here, one is here, and it's here, yabba, sorry. And you see that all the pretty and um, preaching it doesn't go into your head. You're only looking at the, 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 the pocket. Is it straight? Is it this? Is it that? Your work is to make it look nice. Set yourself, put yourself in. Oh, Pastor, this type of people, see, we've neglected this and that and that. That is your work. The reason why they are neglected is because you have neglected your work. Yeah. I hope you're getting me. So I Pastor, what do you think God here should do? What makes you angry is what? Channel the anger in solving. A problem. Let's channel our anger to solve problems, not to destroy. If you destroy it, you know Moses broke it. The next time, God didn't write it again. Huh? So as soon as he came near the camp that he saw the car and the dancing, so Moses' anger became hot. And he cut the tablet out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the feet. You've carried this thing up from the top. You are almost at the way you must bring it. And you broke it. Some of us just destroy what we have at the end where the thing is coming to an end. So he has to go through another cycle. Go up again. And now, Moses, now I'm, I'm not going to write it. You will have to write it. So Moses have to write. I don't know how long God took to write say. God may say one and wait for another day. <laughs> you don't know when it's going to end. So Moses, nobody. <laughs> so that woman who poured the oil. People were condemned here. And one of them actually said, you should have sold this and given to the poor. That's a very good idea, isn't it? See, this could have been sold for a lot and the money handed out to the poor as if he cares for the poor. Let's look at what weather is. Sometimes we use the poor as care of. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done what? She has done what? Tell somebody she has done a good way. Sometimes people persecute people who want to do good. People persecute. They insult. Are you fools to give church uh, your money to church, it is the heart of the person. If God speaks to you, while I also think churches must take very good care of God's property. When I see anything that is not handled well here, my heart not because this church belongs to me. Me, I'm an employee. This is not my church. It doesn't belong to Jesus Christ. I've been employed. In fact, I live on salary. Like how you go to commercial bank or any bank and you work, you close. But it's just that I don't close. <laughs> but I'm serving God. If you refuse to pay me, I will preach the same. But my dependency when I started is on God. You can ask. Any one of you. If I have taken, I have using used, used any means to take personal things from you. If I can get a single one, I'll resign. There is a life beyond. There is future for you. We are not living here forever. Whatsoever the woman did. Jesus, Sultan, let me finish it. What Jesus said, I love it. He said, what this woman did, it will be preached. And I'm preaching today. Then he said to her, your word, Your sins are what? What people are accusing you of, what people think you, you don't fit to have, are forgiving you. So if God has forgiven this woman, who then should hold it against her? Continue. Then, and those who sat at the table within, they began to say to themselves, who is this man even forgiving sins? So every time they have a problem, that that woman should carry her sins. Some people want you to remain poor forever. Sometimes our nature, I don't know about you all, but my village, my people. When you are suffering, oh, oh, everybody cry for you. The people who are crying for you rise up and become great. The same people who are crying that you are suffering, they then begin to hate you just because you have made it. We don't want people who have made it. No wonder we destroy our own. No wonder our own businesses are not flourishing. It's not that even our own family, the witches will kill those who are feeding them. They don't like the drunkards. They don't like the, bad, the, the, the poor ones. It is the rich ones. The one that feed them, they will finish the person. He said, prophet, when I give money to this person, that month. That trouble so people are afraid to do good. Yes. But the one you want to do good to, you do it and as if you say ah, why home. So you are okay. We are suffering. We are not suffering. They get on you. Some people do. we say, Professor, oh, Help poor people. Help church members. People are afraid to help. The moment you give somebody wanting the next time you become his daily bread. When he he or she is in need, you come and put pressure on you as if you owe him or her something. And because of that, you want to help people, but because there's already pressure on you, and you don't want future pressure, you keep your team, and the Holy Spirit is telling you, go and help, go and help. We make it very difficult for people to obey the Spirit of God. I hope you're getting me. You have a lot of dresses you don't use. Parts, some of them you've forgotten. You want to give out, but you're afraid when you give, you will take the cloth to Juju man. But don't worry, you're a Christian. Greater is he that is in you than the one that is in the world. Look, no Juju man, no spirit, no demon can divert your blessing to him. When God put it on your heart, I am saying it here that do it. If you do it and the juju is able to get you, the God I am serving is a dead God. Anyway, don't be afraid. If you're truly born again, yeah. nothing can happen to you. Yeah. I say, if you're what? Truly born again. Not bad bad. Not bad. Nothing. Say nothing. nothing. Say nothing. nothing. Say, nothing. Nothing. say, nothing. Nothing. say nothing. nothing. We must walk with confidence and with faith. Sometimes we exalt the devil's work. Some of us, we believe Satan can do greater things than Jesus. But I'm telling you, the Jesus I have. I don't know whether you have it. I have it. How many of you have that Jesus? Ah! All of you have that Jesus. Yes! Ghana, you need problem. This Jesus in you, every knee must bow before it. Finally, Jesus said to that woman, Your sins have been forgiven. He said, assuredly, I say to you, wherever, he said what wherever, what, this gospel is preached in the whole world, including Ghana, which I'm preaching, I'm mentioning here today. What will happen? What this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. There are certain things that are memorial you. Her giving was attached to good news. Giving is not a bad news. That is why the devil always attack churches when they're asking for offering for a good cause. Or it's a memorial. Whoever is able to give, you can't tell me you're giving your life to Jesus. And you can give your money. You haven't given it. Whatever your life and your money, which one is more important? So if you are able to give your life, what else? The reason why the world do not understand is that why should people in a needy community still give? Because those people are born again and they see their life more important than property. The world do not know that. It is only the born again that understand it. I know Jesus recommended that woman. This woman has done what? It is not the amount it is the condition which you give. It is not somebody who gave one million. Your one million might be nothing. Like Reverend Jesus said, some use that to gain position in churches. But thank God, none of you have used that to manipulate me. If you want to do that, you can't do that. I'm very gentle and cool, but difficult to manipulate. I'm a awesome man who, one day the person came, I he came he see me. Nice car! Well-dressed! Look great! When we, when we just came out, God said, keep this man go and fill his tongue. I said, hey! <laughs> and I went up, I had some money with me, I took it, not church money, my money. <laughs> and when we got the car and I handed the envelope to him, he opened it, he started crying. Aww. He said, we are prophet and power. The man doesn't look like somebody who even if you ask me to give him 10000 I will feel sharp. I realize that not everybody you see with a car, with a nice dress don't think the dresses and the cars signify prosperity. Of you, you look nice like this, but let me hold you a little and see. Nothing. You are thinking about what to go and eat, and you've come here. May God help you. He knows your heart. He knows your desire. He knows your passion. May the Lord help you and bring you to that place. May His Spirit bring help to you. You might not be able to tell anybody. Just like how every child thinks that the parents are rich. I remember I asked my father. For a car before. I saw some car I said, Daddy, I want this car. What the man himself, at that time, he hadn't bought a bicycle. <laughs> but I believed that he could buy a car. Thank God, he managed to buy a bicycle. And that was the greatest. And they wrote on it, they they, they wrote on it, the bicycle, but they've already written on it, this well is not my own. (laughs) And he never rode that bicycle in life because he couldn't ride it. Remember, he pushed, he had to push it to uh, to, to farm and push it back home. And at night, I'll take it, go and learn, go and learn. And he didn't know I knew how to write. By the time he realized I was riding the team, when I finished, we shipped there. Every child is a child. I'm telling you, I'm also a human being. So the day, we wanted, uh, somebody must go to the farm and go and bring yam. <laughs> I'll go and come. He said, Oh, you're paying them? I said, give me the bicycle. He said, Wouldn't you imagine meeting me? <laughs> and he saw me and jumped on it. I learned all the stuff. I was standing on the blue. <laughs> Cry! <laughs> And he was surprised the load I carried with that bicycle to the house. He said, when did you learn it? I said, when you were sleeping. <laughs> when men were asleep. So your children, they think they are young. They are smart. i end here.